today we are talking about what, Stephen? Data and data collection. And how to organize and segment that data so you can actually find it easier later and also create... Speaking of easy, why don't we just say clean up data? Clean up your data, right? Because I know that a lot of you out there, only because I deal with this every day, uh, the data is just uh, contacts. That's why everything's just thrown together in one thing, all mixed up and hardly organized. Welcome to the Follow-Up Genius Show, a show dedicated to helping real estate agents find their fortune in follow-up by creating stronger relationships, generating more referrals, and converting more leads. Hosted by Wesley Rocha, founder and CEO of LinkU, and Steven Groders, real estate entrepreneur and high-performance coach. Follow us at followupgenius.net. Right. And if you want to send an email or something to everyone or, or contact them or create a list that you could call, it's like, I'll just do that later so it never happens. And they all do. The funny <laughs> thing is, is every once in a while, I get to talk to one of your clients on the phone and they build this moat up around their data and they don't do anything with the data. Right. Like, it, it blows there. me away. They literally away. built, they're like, the moat is built around and their they data. Uh, are like, oh, I'm on the outside. <laughs> Now, what do I do with the data? And I'm not going to swim through that to what do I do with deal it? with it. Right. right. So it just sits there, all collected. So, uh, But yeah, so that's what the show's about. It's about collecting data, organizing it, and all that. And if you have a bunch of data sitting around, contacts, whatever, unorganized, and I know you do, then you definitely don't want to miss this show. For sure. So, so why do you want to collect data? And why do you want to collect as much data as you possibly can? It's because we as real estate professionals, we don't have anything to sell when we retire. I mean, for God's sakes, if you're a great listing agent, you can sell a lot of your signs and open house writers and all that. Right. But at your the end of the day, it's your, your exit plan should be your data and how you clean it up. It exactly. Really so bad data, bad data in, bad data out sort of thing, mm -hmm. what you Absolutely. put in, what you get out. Right. And yeah, so what we're going to talk about today really is, like you said, what to do with the data. But I want to talk about first, before we get going, is give everybody a history lesson on where we're at. With data, you know, most agents, most Americans first, most don't understand what the four major industrial revolutions are in our country. And we're just going to go over them really, really quick. So you get and understand the importance of data. Makes right? sense. So, right. So four industrial revolutions that have basically shaped. Changed. The future of uh, the America, America and yeah. well, the world, really. And uh, and what is that fourth one? So we're, let's, let's we'll talk. Take we'll, us we'll get there. So the, take the us very through. first the very first industrial revolution was in I think the 1700s. Okay. And it was the invention of steam energy. You know what came from steam energy? Choo choo train. Right. Choo choo sound. Choo choo sound. <laughs> well, that's where woo -woo, it is hot right. steam going through the, the through the thing. How did the train change the complexity of our country? Great American gold rush, great American land rush. Now we got a way to move people all across the country. Right, and without things. Without horse and wagon, right? Yeah. So what's the second industrial revolution? No, no clue. You don't have a clue? <laughs> okay, you put gas in it every day. It was, the, okay. it was the invention of the combustible engine. Okay. So what came from the combustible engine? You got cars, you got trucks. Yeah, that's what produced kind of mass motors, production, right? Automobiles, Factories, right? things like that. I'm going to leave the third one to you because you kind of know this one. So what uh, is the third? The 1969, by the way. 
the third one uh, is electronics. Electronics in all forms, microwaves, fax machines, computers. Computers. Uh, those big, big mainframes they used to have, all Internet. that stuff. Um, and then communication, that would be through like kind of the beginnings of the Internet. Yep. Uh, being able to transfer data that way. And right. yeah, that was huge. Obviously revolutionized everything that we have now as we're, I feel like, in that internet age. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people think the internet came about like in 1992, 93. 1992, 93, 94, 95. It actually came around in like 60s. Interesting. Right? Yeah. We were just talking about it earlier. I remember when I went to get my driver's license. I'm a few decades older than you are. I went to get to my driver's license. They had to take a phone and they shoved it on these little two little mount things and I said to the lady, like, what are you doing? She said, well, these two screens, one's in Michigan, they're going to talk to each other and check you out. I'm like, wow, that's scary. So the beginnings but of the, the government internet. Used that for the internet. Forever and ever. Why don't you share with everybody the fourth one? The fourth? Well, I'll let you Hold share on the fourth second. one. Just be, okay. Okay. Go ahead. This is the reason why we're doing the show. The fourth one is we're currently in it. Okay. Right now. It, you know, and it builds up upon some of the things that we're experiencing. Many of us have Amazon in our house. Many of us have Hulu, all these different forms of buying stuff, right? The fourth major industrial revolution, Wes, is data collection and how we're using data. It's all based on how our behaviors. Automated intelligence is really, we talked a little bit about this in um, Accelerator this morning how AI is actually helping take over with follow-up. Right, so we're looking at data, and just to kind of give you some insight there, we're look, you, what you gotta look at is Google, Facebook. Instagram. Um, yeah, but those are the, some of the bigger ones. Bigger platforms, And yeah. then everything that's been happening with that data, how that data was used, mm -hmm. you know, uh, to, whether uh, what they say is like potentially influence elections, how they do well, that. If you've ever watched the documentary um, Cambridge Analytics, we'll never, ever, ever have. What was the name of that? It was on Netflix. I don't remember the name of it. I don't know. We'll put it in the notes after the show because we'll find it. It's a great documentary. It's scary as hell. It makes you want to go get a flip phone. And tells you how that data is being basically used. To manipulating our behavior. Right. You know? So right. that's the reason why we wanted to talk about the four industrial revolutions is because we're currently in the fourth one. And it's so very, very, very important that we understand what we do with our data and databases. You know, it's been so cliche for many, many years. Your database, your SOI, your sphere of influence. You know, we we're just talking about it. People build a moat around it and they don't do anything with it. Right. So. Again, why did we want to tell you about the four industrial re revolutions? So you can really understand the importance of data collection. You know, how to manage it, how to clean it up, how to segment it. You know, your database, Wes, and you know this because you've got a massive database. That's your most valuable asset that you have. Right. Your data, also known as your database, right? So, Wes, why don't you share with everybody what is data and how do we look at that data? Okay, well, basically in this case, in this scenario, we're particularly talking about the data as far as an asset, and that would be, for example, your contacts. Yep. That might be people who, um, if you don't have their contact details, that could be something like pixeling people. So if you've seen the webinar or seen anything about the retargeting, if you haven't seen the webinar, you should check it out. And it goes into like pixeling and using that data. 
uh, to yeah, basically retarget. Yeah, most people do what retargeting is. Right. Just for but, those who don't know, it's those creepy ads that follow you around. Yeah, so you, you shop for something, and uh, now you start seeing that stuff around on everywhere, mm-hmm. and that's basically retargeting. So, But that's a type of data, and so that is something that people or companies are building. And then obviously your contact database. Right. Um, that's what we're focusing on today are those things Mm -hmm. and how you can essentially use that data. Uh, Unfortunately, what happens is a lot of that data gets, I guess, lost. Uh, A lot of people don't know like, okay, what data should I keep? What data is worth it? Sometimes they just figure, I'll just keep my past clients and maybe some of these obvious leads and then everyone else doesn't really make it into the database. That's if they have a database. Well, yeah, everybody should have a database. For God's sakes, if you open up your phone, there's 250 clients. There's 250 names in there. Well, that's basically what I'm saying. Well, that might be, that's a lot of people's databases are phone. Like how many of you out there, like your data is in your phone, Mm -hmm. which I mean, I'd argue is not a very good place. No, and for what they don't realize is that. they can create a CSV file and upload it into a sure. CRM and clean the thing. But off. how, like, you're not in your phone like categorizing people as buyers and sellers and past clients, right? Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I can show you, <laughs> but most people don't. Well, they again, just add it's, them in. It's under understanding what to do with the data right. once you get it. You know, look at data as like right now, and I just made this up as we're sitting here. Look at data as money. Right. So if you let's say you go to an open house, you get a real name, but you get a fake phone number and you get a fake email address. That's a buck because you can get that name. You can go into fetch and white pages and you can figure out who they are. Right. Sure. If somebody gives you a name and an email address, that's probably a five dollar bill. If somebody gives you a name, email address and a good phone number, that's a twenty dollar bill. Right. Start looking as data as that. Every name I get's worth a buck. Right. Every name and email I get's worth five or ten, and every name, address, email address I get twenty bucks, and just start collecting as much of it as you possibly can. Yeah, it's a good way to think of it uh, for sure. And then the other thing too to keep in mind is once you have so as people are collecting this data, a either they're not putting it somewhere or they're putting it somewhere uh, in their phone. I mean that's okay, but ideally. Uh, we you really should have a CRM, right? I mean, oh, I agree. I mean, I agree. <clears throat> you're not really going to run your business off your phone. That that's very restrictive, especially once you start growing. Um, there are limitations to your uh, contact database in your phone, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know people put them in Excel on paper in three by five cards. Yeah, and not no necessarily. So definitely, I would say the first step of all of this with data would be step one: get a CRM of some kind, right? Or start yeah. using the one that you have. Yeah, or something to collect it and to store it. You know. Yeah. Um. You know, our team. You hear me talk about this all the time. We have four different CRMs. You don't need just one today. So how you segment and clean up that database is all going to depend on how you input it, right? how yep. you input it into the system. And that's one of the things that we wanted to talk talk to you about. Depending on your business plan and how you operate your business, it's teams are really re- teams are really relevant now, right? If you're a solo agent, this is probably the way you should segment your database is buyer, you know, friends, family in one category. I like to put my friends, family, and vendors into one category because we market those differently than we do someone who's cold. Right, yeah. So friends and family. Friends and family. Vendors. Even even vendors. 
Yeah, that, a separate category. Separate? No, we put it inside the we put it inside of friends and family, because the people we're doing business with, like the termite guy, the home inspector, mm -hmm. they're friends now, and they're kind well, of family. Maybe, but I mean, I would separate them. Well, you can. Why not? You, however, it just, again, it depends on how you run your business mm -hmm. and how you want that data segmented. Right. right? So if you're again solo agent, uh, actually, friends, I would put family, friends. I'd like to be a little more <clears throat> granular. You can. So family, friends, vendors, agents. Um, buyers. Yeah, buyer. Well, then those start getting the tags, I guess. Yeah, we can, we'll go over that so, in a second. So just to keep in mind, like, what is the difference between categories and tags? Depending on the CRM you're using, some may let you do multiple categories. Uh, but generally, I like to look at categories as like the, the overarching... Uh, thing so that might be uh, past clients right. or buyers and sellers or leads or things like that SOI whatever like it should be like the main level top level category and then subcategory or subcategories which could be multiple things generally fall into where you use your tags yeah and so that's where you start marking them well this is a family member or this is a friend or this is a uh, this is a from the school, the teacher, whatever, uh, maybe zip codes right. that they're interested I in. I think zip codes are important when it comes yeah. to tagging. So anything sure. where you feel like later at some point you want to be able to have that data at your fingertips at a drop of a hat within seconds where you go your – and this is why I like the CRM. You know, right. It gets a little more difficult in, in – an you can do it in Excel, but I mean – you might as well, well fork for out those a few dollars. Well, solo agents out there, yeah. uh, you got to start somewhere and use it's, something. CRM's cheap. There's <clears throat> it, no excuse. There's yeah, it. there's no excuse not to have CRM at Yours this point. Yours is free. <laughs> well, right. yeah, it comes with it. <laughs> but there's there's so many CRMs out there that to start with something, there's no excuse to not buy a CRM, right. seeing that it is like your POS for your business. So a restaurant has POS a POS is point of sale. Yeah, point of sale. So every business has a system, a computer system where they put their customer information. So why is it that, I mean, imagine you go into a store, you go into anywhere and they're trying to find your information on a, an Excel spreadsheet. Like really? Right. Because you know, they don't want to spend $10 mm -hmm. a month. That's ridiculous. Okay. I, I, so, I, I agree with that. So, so anyway, so the point is though, the tagging, <laughs> excuse me. you can have as many tags as you want. You can tag people how you want, um, and then you could tag them with all the different, like you were saying. Yeah, I mean, you, if we got a property that comes for sale in Granville, all we got to do is go hashtag 49418. Everybody in our database in 49418 pops up. And it's, you know, we've talked about this. Did you know is probably one of the greatest opening lines for any form of marketing. Did you know a house is for sale in your neighborhood? And by segmenting and tagging your database and cleaning it up in that fashion, it's just going to help amplify your business in the long run. So I agree. Get yourself a CRM. You don't need, you, you just you don't need, need anything one. super fancy to start. Fancy. Right. So right. you get a CRM, uh -huh. you put your data in there and then how does this like, okay. So I know a lot of people out there, you have your data. Okay. Okay. I, I'm going to take this down. I'm going to put in a CRM and where do I start? Uh, where do you start as far as your okay, by cleaning little the data by little? Up, okay. Right? By cleaning the data up is where you start, right? How, how many times do we hear during the day when someone calls in here, yeah, I'm trying to figure out this Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube ad, and they spend like six hours <laughs> trying to figure it out, and they do it wrong anyways? 
Right. Why not take that six hours and go through your database and clean it up? Yeah. That's I'm, where I would spend my time if I was a real estate professional who practiced full time is spend time cleaning up the database. Yeah, it's just not a fun thing to do, so people tend to put it off. Either or but open it's houses, so but they do important. Them every Sunday. Yeah, like you should literally be sitting there like category, okay, this and then start with maybe your A list. Yeah. Who's your A list? Who can you borrow a hundred bucks or five hundred bucks from? So they can be That's most of your, your family, friends, people who are super close. Not my family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or but typically, right? And right. then uh, and then you move down to your B list or whatnot. Your B list. People who maybe past clients who maybe you you're not super close, but should be keeping in should touch be. with your SOI. If you had your SOI in the right stream of income, if you had your SOI cleaned up, it's real simple to do coffee campaigns, drop by campaigns. You know, the biggest issue you get here is people send that database in on a big old, yeah, here. Yeah, several run lists. Run me the magic yep. ad. Can you run me the magic ad real quick? And you know magic ads. There's no such thing as a shiny object to a commission check these days. For sure. Right. Okay. So now they have get their data. They're putting in a database. They've got their CRM. They start spending a little by little. They start organizing it, right? So it's not something that generally you'll have time to do. Like you, most of you aren't going to set three days aside to do it. And some of them may want to take that long depending on your, your list. So well, if you if do they, just a I couple hours if, a week or... Dude, I think if they understand the importance of it... They might set they, aside they a day. They might set aside a day right. to work in their business or on, on the business, business right? Get the data right. 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 Okay, so now they have their data right. And why is this all important? Well, we mentioned a little bit about the exit strategy. So let's kind of close out with that. Uh, the well, exit strategy. Do, well, okay, let's talk about what we do with why the Why is this so first. important? What? The what data. We, the data? What, organizing it. Well, how, does that, how does that have anything to do with? Well, you know, the number one thing is a realtor, you should be prospecting all the time. Sure. Right, and with the automation, especially your automation, if your database is segmented and cleaned up in a really, really, really kick-ass way, you can run specific campaigns based on how you met this piece of data. A lot of agents call it a lead. I call it a contact. Sure. Piece of data, right? If it's segmented and cleaned up, now you can run specific ads targeted to that, to that database. Because marketing today is not about... Yeah. You know, roll the dice, spray and pray like it used to be. It's more about chucking a dart at the dartboard. Or if you're going to call them, you know. They don't do that. Well, uh, you know, assuming you're <laughs> call them, email, right. text, or using a system like ours, the uh, LinkU follow-up system, yep. uh, then you know what type of campaign to send to them. Yeah, Otherwise, important. they're all mixed together. You're just not going to have – you could still have success. Don't get me wrong. It's just not going to be as high impact as it could have been if they were all organized. Yeah, and you're going to get those people like, who, who is that? I don't take me off your list. Yeah, you get more of those. You get a lot of them if it's not cleaned up. Yeah. So, but the clients that you work with who have their database cleaned up, they're the ones that are killing it. Oh yeah. You but know? just for clarity, it could still work without the data. Without the the organization, it's just because I know it's most of them don't. As just not as powerful as it could be. You know, it's like running an ad on Facebook, right? Yeah. You if can you didn't run an target ad, it if right. You, if you didn't target it right, you're going to have some success. But if you do target it the right way, you're going to crush I it. I think that's a perfect ex, uh, example. Well, exactly thank you. like that. Any thank kind you. of advertising we're targeting versus right. not targeting. And it's track and measure, right? And so sure. many agents don't track or measure their data, right? They, I would bet out of the few hundred people who are going to be on this show, 
I bet maybe 1% of them can tell me what it costs per lead, per open door, per closing. If you buy in Zillow leads in West Michigan, that was pointing at Junie, sorry. In West Michigan, it's 175 bucks per click. Yeah, it's you know the numbers. It's 650 bucks to we open should do an episode a on door. That and then tie it all together. And it's 1500 bucks to close the deal with Zillow. We will. Right. At the end of the day. But we got to start somewhere because most of the most of our industry is under attack. You hear me say this all the time. The reasons why it's under attack because there are a bunch of lazy people out there. Right? We've done this to ourselves. We really have. There's a fortune in the follow-up. It's cliche, but it works if you just do it. And if you if you don't have your database cleaned up, you can follow up a million ass ways, but it's not going to help you if you're soliciting someone who sold you, who you bought a house, who you sold a house from 10 years ago, because they're not going to remember you. Yeah. If you didn't keep in touch that whole time. Yeah. They probably moved another agent. I'd still keep in touch with them though, or try. You should, you should. I mean, it's worth a shot. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then the other thing too, that leads into is that if you're trying to build a business, not necessarily a job, by having the database, you had touched on it earlier, you were talking about no one's just going to buy a bunch of signs and a bunch of office equipment. Like that's not important, right? You can buy that on OfferUp Easily. or Let Go or eBay or something. Right. Uh, what they're looking for is a real business with some systems and processes and ultimately a database that they know, okay, well, if you have this database, I know that there's deals in there, Right. NAR tells us 10% of your database moves every year, 10%. Right. So if you have that data scattered and, oh, I have some on my phone and I have, it's like, there goes your deal. <laughs> There's well, no you, exit there. there well, there, uh, there is. I, but no, I'm going to say, I have some on my phone and I have some on my email and then uh, oh, I got some in the spreadsheet and then I got this other CRM. And uh, when was the last time you updated? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I haven't really, like, that's a typical busy, you know, just not thinking about it, just trying to, you know, do business. And those things kind of get forgotten about, but it gets put to the side. Yeah, it gets put to the side. For sure. Yeah. You know, because we, again, we, you hear, we talk about it all the time. The number one distraction in real estate is distraction. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so why don't we just learn to take care of those distractions and spend a little bit of time in our database? Because it's so valuable. It is. Right. Okay. So. Well, anyway, we are about out of time for the show now. And I think if you've taken anything away, it's, oh, my God, I need to go organize my data right now after I watch this, hopefully. They should anyway. Yeah. No, I agree. Or at least set some time aside this weekend. So put that on your calendar. Go through your database. Start organizing and, and tagging and all that stuff. Um, if you're not, if you don't have a system to use, heck, you could use ours. It's called it LinkU. Uh, it's called LinkU, and it comes with the ultimate follow-up machine, uh, dot com. So you could check that out. Mm-hmm. Or if you're u- using a CRM, that's great too. Just use it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, that is all for us today on Follow Up Genius. Now, listen, we've made some mentions here. We're going to have the, the Follow Up Genius show notes. Those will be available in the Facebook group. But to get in the group, get the show notes and anything of the other special extras or downloads or anything mentioned in the show, just go to followupgenius.net and join. It's completely free. It costs nothing to become a Follow Up Genius member. So you'll join there. You'll find the notes. Be Get in the group where we share uh, weekly tips and whatnot on different follow-up strategies. 
And also so you could uh, know about when the next episode's posting, when the recording of this episode's posting, stuff like that. Yeah, we're going to start sharing too. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. We're going to start sharing content that we use for marketing once or twice a week okay. in, in your group. I Great. mean, we've talked about it, and it's just a matter of scheduling it because you know what my goal is at the end of the day. It's to change the experience on the front end for the consumer. Yep. Plain and simple. And the only way you can do that is you have to be great at service. Exactly. Plain and simple. And so that is all. Followupgenius.net. Join that. And then, again, if you need a CRM or you need some kind of system to help you, you need help getting that together, then the theultimatefollowupmachine.com. That's my product. So I will plug it, plug it, it all the time. And I'm an my... ambassador for the product, so it yeah. does work <laughs> if you use it. That's the whole key, Wes, is you got to use it. Of follow course. Follow up, follow up, follow up. So follow go up. out there, organize your stuff, and we'll see you in the next episode. Sounds see good. you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Follow-Up Genius Show. Get the show notes and discover our fantastic bonus member-only content when you become a Follow-Up Genius member. Join today free at followupgenius.net. The Follow-Up Genius Show is sponsored by LinkU.